What's up, what's up, what's up, queens? I am your host, Shatoya Perry, and I hope that you all have had an awesome week, an awesome two weeks, actually, because the last time I saw you was two weeks ago, because we do this bi-weekly. But I hope that you all have had an excellent two weeks. I hope and pray that your Thanksgiving has been amazing and that you had an awesome time with your family, friends, and loved ones, and that you cherished the time that you all were able to spend with them because family is indeed important. Um, so we have an awesome topic tonight i personally feel like every topic that we have is awesome but (laughs) we have an awesome topic tonight our topic this evening is embracing your identity in christ discovering your purpose as a queen Woo! yes Embracing your identity in Christ. And the subtopic is discovering your purpose as a queen. Amen. I am excited about it. I am excited, excited, excited about it tonight. All right, you guys. All right. Yeah. 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 Amen. Thank you all. Thank you all. So, of course, you know, I do have my live audience, so I do have some of my sisters in the live audience with me tonight. And... They are loving the topic in the chat. Amen. So we're talking about today, embracing your identity in Christ. Our subtopic is discovering discovering your purpose as a queen. All right. And so first we're going to talk about how do we find our identity in Christ? How do you do that? So I'm going to ask you all in the chat, how do we think we find our our identity in Christ? And while we're, while the chat, while the audience is thinking on that, I'm going to talk to you briefly some notes that I have about the importance or how do we embrace our true identity and purpose. Just a few little, um, few little notes I have on how we how we would go about that from the African American standpoint. Okay, so we're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about the the significance of identity and purpose for African American women. That's what I'm gonna talk about first. So in my notes. African-American women have a rich and complex history that is deeply interwoven with the struggles and triumphs of their communities. Throughout their journey, they have faced societal challenges, racial discrimination, and gender inequities. 
Yet amidst these adversities, African-American women have demonstrated remarkable resilience, strength, and unwavering faith. Finding true identity and purpose empowers African-American women to navigate life's challenges with a sense of self with a sense of self-worth, resilience, and direction. It allows them to recognize their inherent, inherent value, embrace their unique contributions, and pursue their dreams with confidence. Okay, so the the purpose of our topic today is to invoke hope. It is to invoke um, strength. It's to help us to understand that we have a resilient, uh, we have a resilience in within us and help us to maintain a, a, an unwavering faith. Now, I understand, especially as a black woman, right? I understand that sometimes, sometimes it seems like our faith gets hit with and from multiple different directions but i am so excited and thankful to god that even when it seems like our faith is doing is is not holding up as much as we would hope it's for it to hold up right because the way we see things is so different from how god sees it that even though it feels like that God sees it a totally different way and it's not as unwavering, it's not as wavery or it doesn't waver as much as the as much as we think it does. Okay, excuse me. Um let me see. Finding true identity and purpose empowers African American women to navigate life's challenges with a sense of self-worth, resilience, and direction. It allows them to recognize inherent value, embrace their unique contradiction contributions and pursue their dreams with confidence so tonight i hope one of the things that we get out of tonight is encouragement to pursue our dreams with confidence the ability to embrace our unique contributions and that we recognize our inherent value that we recognize these things. And we talked a little bit about value and worth in the in the um in the last in the series that we did. Um so one is that's just how God sees us. That's how we are. That's what we are. We're invaluable, meaning that. You really can't put a, a value on us because that's how precious we are to God. And, and and I feel like that's the same when it talks about our inherent value. Is that you cannot put a price on how valuable we are as women and especially as black women. Okay, so back to our question. Back to our question. How would you um describe how does one find their i our identity in Christ that was my question to the chat 
Okay. And I want and I want to know what you all's thoughts are on that. Amen. Okay, Lady Tita said, look in the word of God. That's how she would breach the topic of finding or obtaining your identity in Christ. Yes. And we also talked about this before, about finding your identity in Christ. We also talked about this before as well. And how do we find our identity? is by lady c is absolutely correct looking in the word of god finding out what god says about you through his word what does god say who does god say that you are yes accepting what god says about you those that's a big one because you can look and see what god says about you all day long but until you accepted that's 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 good and it's actually deep all by itself queen says spending time with god queen shiny she says spending time with god absolutely that is also how you begin to i find your identity in christ is by spending time with him looking at his word beginning to allow yourself to accept what God says about you, finding rest in God. I, I feel like personally finding rest in God because we running around doing and all of this stuff. But until you get to a place where you can find rest in him, find peace in God. And that allows you to um also recognize and find and learn your identity in him is resting in him oh that's good to me anyway that's good so identifying so that's also how you find your true worth and purpose through faith in Christ in Jesus Christ or Jesus the Christ is looking in the word of God, spending time with God, accepting what God says about you, resting in God. Queen Shani said, seeing yourself in the scriptures. Yes, see yourself in the scriptures. And that's important. That's a that's an important one. I love when my first lady shared um some tips about how she see how she goes about seeing herself in the word of God is taking a Bible and writing her name in all of the places where it talks about you. Thou, all of the thou's that's you write your name there. Um, and all of those places, lady C says, don't just say anything about yourself or allowing others to say just anything about you. Yes, absolutely. You don't have to accept any, just anything. You do not have to just accept any old thing that comes out of anybody's mouth about you. And you don't have to just accept any old thing that you say out your mouth about you neither. Queen Shani says, get around people that love you and celebrate you. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. Yes. Get around. And I would dare to say like-minded people. Like-minded people. People who love the Lord and love you. Queen Shani says, stay away from people who hate on you and only tolerate you. Oh, yes. Girl, that's a good one. Yes. Those are big ones. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Get around people that love the Lord and love you and will celebrate you. For real. Not just... You know, but those that's going to really cheer you. Yes, girl, you did it. Yes, I love you. I'm proud of you. I knew you could do it. Yes. Stay away from scorners. Yes, staying away from scorners, staying away from mockers. Ooh, staying away from people that are just miserable. Miserable, miserable folk. You can love them, even if they're your family members, you can love them from a distance, but you don't have to be all buddy buddied up with people that always seem to be miserable all the time. Stay away from folks that are jealous and envious of you. Lady T said, if you are tolerating me, then I don't need to be around you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You do not have to stay around people that's just merely tolerating you. And you can tell when somebody just merely tolerating you. You you can tell. They don't never got nothing good to say. They ain't never happy to see you. Ain't never got no form of excitement. Now, sometimes that could just be because they're tired. Okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna spread the wrong message and that, you know, you gotta be all the person gotta be on on a thousand all day, every day for you to for you to <laughs> for you to feel like they not tolerating you because they could just simply just not be having a good day but how many how many times a week are they having a bad day lady t said yes jealousy is as cruel as the grave how many times a week are they having a bad day are they ever 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 having a good day is it always a bad day Okay, so moving on. Um, see, identifying your your identifying your identity in Christ. So I'm gonna know that you have to identify your identity in Christ, right? Um, see. So we're gonna talk about the concept of identity. We're gonna talk about the concept of identity. Okay, and I want to know what. You all think the concept of identity is. What is the concept of identity, right? So we know that identity is something or identity is something that identifies you, right? We know that identity is how we identify one another. How do you identify yourself? And we know nowadays we have this whole thing with identifying what someone identifies as, what or who someone identifies as. Or, but we're not talking about it on that level. We're talking about who we, who do we def- identify as in Christ? 
right? Like I identify as a queen because God sees me as a queen so that I identify as a queen. I identify as royalty, right? So that's what do I see myself as? What, how do I see myself? And more so of more than just how do I see me, but who does God see me as? How does God see me? Lady T said, you know, when you are someone is just tolerating your presence. Um, and then we're talking about identity. The knowledge of personally capturing the essence of who you are. Oh, I like that. The knowledge of personally capturing the essence of who you are. And so the beautiful thing is, is I'm we're gonna have to go deeper in that one. That one might not be just tonight personally, but we're going to go deeper into the knowledge of personally capturing the essence of who you are. I love that, actually. So, let me see. How it often gets shaped by external factors like society, relationships, and personal achievements. Lady T also said, what makes up the person of you? Absolutely. So, and I like that they actually said that because that touches on something. How our identity, our identity gets shaped and molded by so many things. And in a time in which it gets, our identity gets shaped and molded by so much, we have to sit back and really, really, really question what are and who are we allowing to shape and mold our identity? It says that it often gets shaped by, I must repeat what it said again in my notes. It often gets shaped by external factors like society, relationships, and personal achievements, right? Meaning that we are, a lot of people allow their identity to be shaped by their environment, Right, you hear somebody say, Oh, I'm from the hood. I'm just a hood chick. I'm just, you know, when in reality, you're not just merely or simply a hood chick or a hood girl. Yes, you that might be the environment in which you find yourself in. That might be the environment in which you live in. You might have grown up in that particular environment, but that is not who you are. You are still the same person that God says that you are. But sometimes, sometimes when we have been in an environment so long, sometimes all we see coming out of us is what's around us. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's who you are. That just means that what you are around, what you are surrounded by has shaped you and molded you so much that now you don't see who you are aside from your environment, aside from your society, right? Relationships are the same way. For those who may be in relationships, who may be married, who may be engaged, who may be have a boyfriend, you know, one of the things that gets said some of the times before 
somebody who's engaged get married is, is don't allow yourself to get lost in your marriage. Don't allow your, your marriage to, to, to cause you to get lost. Don't, don't lose yourself in just being a wife because you're not just a wife. You're still an individual that happens to be one flesh with someone else, right? And then I want to go back real quick because the comments, because Queen Shiny says, I, am, I identify as an empress. Girl, you better say that. <laughs> Lady T said, yes, you are not the negative depictions of the environment that you live in. No, you're not. And you don't, and you don't have to be, right? The truth, truth to power in the moment is you do not have to be any negative depictions or negative connotations that of the environment that you live in that society tries to place on you and around you you don't have to be those things right you're not ghetto you don't have to be ghetto right um let's see so it's the same thing from environment slash society to relationships and personal achievements, right? The personal achievements, unfortunately, can say that if you don't achieve this and you don't achieve that, then you're a failure. But the truth of the matter is, is that you are not a failure. You're not a failure. The personal achievements are great and they encourage you and they and they help with your self-esteem and you feel so proud of yourself. But the truth of the matter is, is you are not just your personal achievements. Meaning that when you put so much weight on the personal achievements that you feel like you're nothing if you don't achieve this or you feel like you're less than because you don't achieve that or because you did not do as good as you would have liked to have done. Right. Just because all of the young ladies around you are are doing this and doing that and being hanging with a certain crowd and doing this, that doesn't mean that you have to just because you live down the street from them. And you don't have to allow the people who are willing to allow themselves to be shaped and molded by all of the negativity around you make you feel weird or crazy because you're not. You know how they say, oh, that's that girl, she uppity or she this, she that in between. It's not negative. You don't have to be like everybody else. God has called us to be a peculiar people. We are royal priesthood. So if you are a a peculiar people, if you are a royal priesthood, then that means that you don't operate the same way that everybody else operates. That means that you don't have to identify with the same things that other people identify as. And Lady T said, you are not a failure. You are a challenger of the norm. And I absolutely love that. And that's absolutely right. Just because you seek to challenge what people has allowed to be the status quo, just because you don't go with the status quo does not mean something bad. It does not have to have a negative connotation with it. Like the whole thing is of women identifying as a bad B. I cannot stand that phrase. 
First of all, a bee is a female dog. That's what you call a female dog. And I'm not bad. <laughs> I'm good. Everything made, everything God made, he made it good. He looked at it and he said, it was good. It is good. <laughs> okay. So those two can't even go together. That they can't even go together. Um, let me see. Where did I leave off in my notes? Okay. Our identity, because we're talking about identity, our identity lies in Jesus Christ. The moment that we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, our identity, who we were before that moment, ceased to exist. And that moment that you accepted Jesus, that was the moment that you were redeemed and transformed. And you gained a new identity as a child of God, as a daughter of God, as a son of God. If you are happen to be a male listening in, as a son of God. But that was the moment that your identity transformed from who you were before to who you are now. Okay, is not the same person anymore. Bible says, behold, all things that are old have passed away and behold, all things have become new. First Peter 2 and 9. First Peter 2 and 9. And that happens to be on my list of scriptures. Because you know I back everything up with the word, or at least I try to back everything up with the word of God. First Peter chapter 4. First Peter chapter two, verse nine, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, his meaning God, his possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him. Capital H I am who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Okay. And then also we have Ephesians chapter two, verses 19 to 22. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are the fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus or Jesus the Christ himself being the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the spirit. Okay. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 to 29. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus himself. Hold on, wait. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, 
then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. Okay? You are joint heirs with Christ. So no one can say who you are or what you are because according to this, according to these three scriptures that I read, that is who you are in Christ. You are royal. Right? We're looking at the key words that we've heard. You are the saints. You are royal. You are holy temple in the Lord. You are a dwelling place for God by the spirit. You are Abraham's offspring. A holy nation, God's possession. These are the these are the words in which the word of God, this is what God says. This is who God says that we are. This is how we find our identity in Christ. And there's way more scriptures that will talk about and that will give you understanding this as well. that's how we find our new identity that's how and lady t she said we need to be renewed in our minds to recognize who we are before god yes and that's one of the ways that you do that is by submersing yourself in the word of god that's how you recognize you come to recognize it is by submersing yourself in his word Okay, let me see. Go back to my other notes. I want to read this one right here because I have a lot of notes. And, and oh, she changed the name. She was like, name change. Empress Shani said, meditating on the word daily. And Lady T agreed, daily is the key. Absolutely. It has to be day and night. Chew on it. Like you're eating a meal. You got to chew on it. So one of the other notes that I have, it says the essence of true identity and purpose. It goes into purpose as well, right? In the vast tapestry of life, the pursuit of true identity and purpose is a fundamental human quest. It's an endeavor that drives us to understand who we are, why we exist, and what our unique contributions to the world might be. For Christians, mainly for us, this exploration takes on a profound dimension, deeply intertwined with our faith and relationship with God, right? And then you go on to talking about the Christian perspective of being identity, of our identity being rooted in God. And that's who our identity is rooted in, is rooted in God. 
the Christian worldview offers a distinct perspective on identity and emphasizing that our true worth and significance stems from our connection with God. It's not about external achievements. We talked about that earlier, societal expectations or personal accomplishments. Rather, it's about recognizing our inherent value as children of God. The Bible, the cornerstone of Christian faith, provides numerous passages that we affirm our identity in Christ. For, for instance, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 declares, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. This verse highlights the notion that we are not merely bystanders in life, but active participants in God's grand plan. God's grand plan, I mean, that we are God's handiwork. So we're going to add that to the list of the words that God talked about as far as us finding our identity in Christ. We're God's handiwork. Add that to being a royal priesthood. Add that to being a holy nation. Add that to being a holy temple in the Lord. Add that to being a dwelling place for God. Add that to being an heir of Abraham or an offspring of Abraham. Add that to being heirs according to the promise, right? Add that to being the chosen race, a holy nation. So we add into that list, we're now adding God's handiwork. So we're going to talk about briefly embracing our identity in Christ, which carries profound implications for our lives. Okay, so what are those implications? We get unwavering self-worth. When we ground our identity in Christ, we cultivate a sense of unwavering self-worth, independent of external validation or fleeting achievements. We recognize that our value is not determined by societal norms or personal successes, but by the unconditional love and acceptance of our creator. Let me see. So Empress said, get spiritual nourishment from the spirit of God and God's word. Absolutely, I agree. Lady T said, if you have to type it out and place it on your walls, do it. And Empress Shani is in agreement. Create a video of yourself reading scriptures that speaks to you and put your name in it. For example, I, Shani Jackson, am fearfully and wonderfully made. Another example, I, Shani Jackson, can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Yes. Yes. Another example that Empress Shani put example, I, Shani Jackson, and God's handiwork. I'm the heir to the throne of God and a joint heir with Christ. Yes, absolutely that. Yes. And Lady T said, we are active participants in God's plan. Yes, we are. So we've talked about the unwavering self-worth. So we're going to go to unwavering purpose, unwavering person, purpose, excuse me, embracing our identity in Christ also unveils our unique purpose in life. We discovered that our existence is not a mere happenstance, 
right? We are not just here by happenstance. We don't just meet people by happenstance, right? But a purposeful design orchestrated by God. We are called to fulfill specific roles in God's kingdom using our gifts and talents to make a positive impact on the word. Okay? We are called to you to fulfill specific roles in God's kingdom by using our gifts and talents to make a positive impact on the world. Unwavering direction. With a clear understanding of our identity and purpose, we gain clarity and direction in life. Our decisions, actions, and aspirations are aligned with God's will, leading us towards a fulfilling and meaningful existence. Amen. Prince Shani said, custom designed for God's kingdom to do good works. Yes. Yes. So then we're going to go hop over to the journey of discovering identity and purpose really quickly. So the journey of discovering one's true identity and purpose is not without its challenges. So we know that it's going to be a challenge. Why is it going to be the challenge? Be a challenge because the enemy, the devil, Satan, the adversary, <laughs> whatever um, ac um, acronym or pronoun or adjective you want to use, is going to do everything within his power to make sure that you're ignorant and that you do not know what it is that God has for you. And Shani said, the devil is a liar. Absolutely. And hell is his home. But we know that he's going to try. He's going to do whatever he can do. He's going to form weapons, but we thank God that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us shall shall be condemned by the Lord, right? So it's not without its challenges. It requires introspection, self-reflection, and a willingness to align our lives with God's principles. However, as we embark on this journey, we are accompanied by the unwavering guidance and support of our loving creator. Who is our loving creator? God is our loving creator. So we're going to talk about a few steps. Just a few steps. And then we're going to talk about when we talked about um, how do we find our identity in Christ is highlighting and also how we discover our purpose in Christ is um, one discussing. We discussed the importance of understanding one's purpose in life. We talked about that. Never to provide direction and meaning. Emphasize, emphasize that our purpose as women of faith is rooted in our relationship with Christ. So we talked about that. You have to, we have to, um, make sure that we know that our, our purpose as women of faith is rooted in our relationship with Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ. That's important. Because that's how you're going to maintain and who you know 
you are as far as your identity with Christ and how and what God says about you, who God says that you are, is wrapped up in your relationship with Jesus. Highlight Bible verses that reveal God's purpose for women, such as Proverbs 31 verses 10 to 31. I'm talking about that's talking about the Proverbs 31 woman, but then you have Deborah, who was a prophet. You have Hannah, who was a woman of faith. You have Esther, who ended up becoming a queen and saving a nation. Okay, it's not just about the Proverbs 31 woman. She was awesome. You know, she made she was a businesswoman, but you also have more women. You have Lydia, you have Hagar, Hagar. Yeah, you have Hagar. You have multiple women in the Bible who are um examples of knowing knowing their worth and even having to learn their worth. Elizabeth, yes. Um, Lady T said, because some people don't want to see you win. Let's just be honest. Sometimes all you have is what God says about you. Absolutely. Yes. And sometimes it's a lonely road. Um, Let me see. Empress Shani said, I just want to be around winners and people that want to see me win. Yes. And I trust God to direct my path to meet those women, to meet those people. Because the, the the shame is, is that the enemy will have you to believe that no other woman on this earth will want to see another woman win. And the truth of the matter is, that's not the case. But we have to be directed to those women. It's not always about women being against women and women tearing down other women, especially in the black communities. It does happen, sadly. But however... The moment that they start to recognize who they are in Christ for themselves, then they can recognize the fact that I don't hate on the next. I don't have to hate on the next woman in order to come up because promotion comes neither from the east nor the west, but it comes from God. So if God promotes you, it doesn't matter who hates on you. If God promotes you and God elevates you, it doesn't matter who's against you. Because the Bible says that if I be for you, then who can be against you? All right. <laughs> so highlighting the, the, the verses that reveal God's purpose for you. Um, let me see. Then we're going to talk about practical steps. Practical steps for women to embrace their identity and purpose in Christ. Immerse yourself in God's word. We talked about that even before I got to this point. Lady T said, that is a lie from the pit of hell. The crap in the bucket mentality is defeated in me. Yes, 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 yes. And Empress Shani said that no weapon formed against you shall prosper in every time. That shall rise against you shall be condemned, saith the Lord. Absolutely. Yes, and amen to the word of God. Let me see. So our practical steps is one, immersing yourself in God's word. Regularly read and study the Bible to understand God's character and his plans for you. 
and the principles that guide to a Christ-centered life. Okay? Because we want to have a Christ-centered life. Number two, seek mentorship and guidance. Connect with godly women who can support and encourage you in your spiritual journey. And or connect with godly individuals who can provide spiritual support, encouragement, and wisdom as you navigate through your journey. So it doesn't just have to be women. But because, you know, we're talking about women, then we're, you know, saying it's a women. Okay. Yes, I agree, Lady T. Christ-centered life is a must. Mm, let's see. And number three, you know, step number three. Engage in spiritual disciplines. Practice prayer, fasting, and worship unto God to deepen your connection with God and receive his direction and guidance. Step number four, serve others. Serve others. Use your gifts and talents to serve others and make a positive impact on the world and your communities. Reflecting and this is also how you reflect God's love and compassion to others. Okay. So the importance, so we must embrace our identity and purpose in Christ. That's how we grow. That's how we grow and how we mature. And that's how one, that's how the enemy stops being a certain things that the enemy, it, certain lies and traps and tricks that the enemy uses and tactics that the enemy uses against your mind will cease to work once you embrace your identity in Christ and your purpose in Christ. Once you do that, there are certain things that the enemy's tactics just want. They, they, because it'll it'll begin to be like, really, this again? <laughs> I thought we, I thought we got past that part, and it'll just roll off your shoulders like water or something. Okay, so that's one of the the main things that are important about who. Find embracing who you are, getting to know who you are in Christ and your purpose in Christ. Okay. Continue to start, continue. If you have not started, start seeking God's direction, seeking, reading his word and seeking direction. If you haven't already started, please do start. It's, it's so many books. And now all of these books have something that God says about you that will encourage you, that will bless you, that will lift you up, that will bring you joy, that will bring you peace. Sometimes we're not having peace in our minds because we're not 
one, we're not reading what, about what God says about us. And we are not accepting who God says we are. And or our purpose in Christ, we're not accepting of it. We're not embracing it. And so that's another reason why we're not having peace. But when you seek God's face, when you seek his direction. And ask God to help you to wholeheartedly embrace, to help you to wholeheartedly embrace your role as a queen in the kingdom of God. There's peace that comes with that. There's a joy. There, there's just some things that are just, whew, don't even matter no more, okay? Lady Tiva said in the comments, they said some battles will not even have to be fought. And then she also said that, yes, we are reflections of God and of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. We are reflections of the Godhead. We are, oh, let me see. And remember that you're not alone. You are not alone in your journey. Okay. The enemy will have you to feel and think that you are by yourself and you are not by yourself. You are not misunderstood. You have people who actually understand you and have been where you are. You have some sisters that are where you are and they're willing to help you so that you both can overcome and get to the next step together so that y'all can get to the next platform together. That's how much you're not by yourself. And you have this community, this community that's just starting out, this community that is being, that is being built up, the QYWB 4T community, Queen, you were built for this. This community supports you. We love you. We're going to encourage you. We're going to lift you up in the Lord. We will help you by the authority that God gives us. We will help you to be established in the Lord, okay? By however God has us to do it. That's how we will do it. Okay. Lady T said, I remember my fight. It was hard and arduous, but I can look in the mirror now and love me some me. Yes. Empress Shani said that we love you all. We do. And piggybacking just a little bit on what lady t said is true when you can't when you have issues with embracing and recognizing your identity in christ sometimes it's hard to look in the mirror sometimes it's hard to see yourself and to love yourself but when but the one of the important things about embracing who you are in christ embracing your purpose in christ is that comes with a you learn to love yourself with the love of Christ. You learn to love yourself unconditionally. And when you learn to love yourself unconditionally, then you're able to love others. We can't spread the love of God. We can't be a light for others to see and ref and reflect God's love and compassion 
to others when we don't love ourselves and when we don't reflect God's compassion to ourselves. You have to be compassionate with yourself. You have to be kind for yourself, to yourself. Ladies, we said we love you here at Queen You Reveal for this. Thank you. (laughs) We do love you all. We do. So if you need any additional resources to um, help you in this journey of embracing your identity, of course, one of the main resources that I will tell you is one, the Bible, the Holy Bible. Get you one. (laughs) Read it. Meditate on it day and night. Write yourself in it. Especially if you have a physical one, you can if you have a physical one, you can write yourself in it. Write your name and all of the thou's, all of the you's. Write your name there. Right? So another additional resource, another book would be Embracing Your Identity in Christ, Renouncing Lies and Foolish Strategies by Robert Davis Davis Smart. Okay. A website that you can go to to help you with a study to a study more would be the Daily Grace Company. So it'll be the Daily Grace Co. Period dash worthy. Um, what's the semicolon or colon? Um, we're embracing your identity in Christ study. And of course, my podcast. <laughs> when you were built for this, we're going to always have. A, a session, a topic on embracing who you are in Christ, encouragement, helping you to overcome insecurities. That's a series that we just got done doing. And then we're going to have other words of encouragement. Um, when Wednesdays were made for women, that's um, one of my sisters in Christ. Her, her church has that podcast. It's called um, Wednesdays are Made for Women. My church, my first lady, um, heads up the Traveling Women's Bible Study. That's one every other Wednesday in the mornings. It starts at 1040 in the morning. So we just had a session. So our next session is going to be in two weeks. You can come on there and that's a resource. There's multiple resources, and if you need more, then you can email Queen or Bill for this. Queen, the letter U, capital U, we're built, we're built, the number four, this, at gmail.com. You can email me if you need more resources, and I will answer you back. So that is our session tonight. Let me see. And then my, let me see, wait. And then one more thing, discovering true identity and purpose in life is a transformative journey that for Christians is inextricably linked to our faith. By embracing our identity in Christ, we cultivate unwavering self-worth, uncover our unique purpose and gain clarity and direction in life. As we embark on this journey, we are guided by the unwavering love and support of our creator, meaning God. Leading us towards a fulfilling and meaningful existence, excuse me. So my church is um, 
this rock ministry church of god in christ so that's where we have the traveling women's bible study every other wednesday and then and for shiny's church they help as well awesome church i've been there it's wonderful is jim or also known as global empowerment ministries okay join us we would love to have you and love on you and encourage you and help you to be all who all that God has called you to be in Jesus name so remember 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 queens you were built for this have an awesome 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 amazing night Mm-hmm. Let's see.